What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for listening to the Millennial Minute, a podcast for millennials. The Millennial Minute was created to educate, illuminate, and activate the voices of everyday millennials like you. Today I wanted to talk to you about code switching. Consider this episode a history of code switching. What is code switching? Let's start with a definition of code switching. Code switching is the process of alternating between two or more languages or varieties of language in conversation. This term is often used by Black people to describe how they switch dialects when talking to anyone other than Black people. Most Black people have an understanding on and are fluent in AAVE, which stands for African American Vernacular English, or you can just say Ebonics. We naturally feel comfortable speaking it with each other, even if that person is a perfect stranger. Now, when we switch to standard American English after a white person enters the conversation, that, my friends, is code switching. Why? Did we feel the need to code switch, you ask? Because historically, AAVE, or Ebonics, wasn't always acceptable. People adapted and did what they felt they had to do in order to be accepted. In America, you automatically have a strike against you if you aren't a white man. Speaking a different language adds another level of oppression to that. Those who spoke AAVE might as well have stuck a sticky note on their head saying, Don't hire me. The people who experienced the worst of this had things like white is right drilled into their heads. So naturally, they felt the need to distance themselves from things associated with being black, especially when in the public eye. AAVE wasn't acceptable in places other than a black home or a black neighborhood. When you went out into the world, you were expected to speak English or speak like you had some sense. And that's just what it boils down to. Americans thought that talking black or using AAVE was disgraceful and uncouth. Society looked down upon people who spoke AAVE and often dismissed them. Black people who spoke AAVE code switched to survive. I happen to be a pro at code switching. I learned this skill very early on, mostly by watching the women around me. I would watch as they transformed into different people, Throwing around words I had never heard before, and what was even more shocking was that it seemed to actually be helping them at whatever it is they were doing. It always seemed to go a little smoother when they code switched. Everyone seemed a little bit more relaxed, even me. I guess I started to see the difference in how people will respond to them according to which voice they used. If my mom didn't code switch or use her quote-unquote white voice, people would automatically be more defensive and guarded. Why? I'm not sure. I think during those times, it just was normal to be defensive if a urban black woman walked into your store. Back to the topic, though. 
my mom would automatically be pissed off once she felt their defensiveness. This would send her into a bad mood and the entire interaction would be clouded by that initial feeling, thus ending negatively. To be honest, I just prefer that my mom code switched right away. I hated being embarrassed because she had set somebody straight and in truth, she was really sticking up for herself and that embarrassed me. When I was about nine years old, my mother moved me and my siblings down to South Florida. I was born and raised in Rochester, New York, so moving to Florida was already a culture shock to me. I attended two different middle schools as a kid. I went to school in a predominantly black area first, and once my mom got a better job and we moved to a more affluent area, I was the only black girl in a lot of my classes. And it was here that I first felt the need to code switch. The things that worked for me as far as making friends before didn't work for me here. It seemed like I had to A, either do something extra to get ahead or B, become more like them so I could blend in easier. Me being a closeted extrovert that I am, I chose to blend in. Technically, I chose both because I did want to make a name for myself. But for the most part, I did what I had to to fit in and become a part of the school community. I really just didn't want to spend my entire time at that school alone. I immediately realized that I talked different from the kids at that school. And unfortunately for me, they did too. The white kids teased me day in and day out for the way I talked. Not only that, but the way I dressed and the way I wore my hair. But when I started to dress and talk like the kids at my school things went a lot better for me. I never went and got skateboarding shoes, and my mom damn sure never gave me money to go shopping at Abercrombie & Fitch, but I was able to somewhat blend in nonetheless. One of the things I did to blend in was code switch. After a while, I had that shit down pat. The white kids fell in love with me, and so did the teachers. I had a group of friends I hung out with, We went to each other's house, and their parents were crazy about me. I was the only black person in our little group of friends, and a lot of times I felt I was tolerated because I was an acceptable black person. Visually, I was clearly black, but I was so good at code switching, it didn't always feel like it. It got to the point that a Hispanic kid in my gym class once asked to use my iPod while we waited for the period to be over. When I gave it to him, The first thing out of his mouth was, wow, Sharonda, you really are black. I was slightly offended, but even back then I knew what he was saying. My so-called friends and I back then didn't really have much in common. I just code switched in order to fit in with them and to relate to them. But they were never able to relate to me. With the exception of maybe one or two of them, we had literally nothing in common. And that's what code switching got me there. Fake friends. I have one friend from that group who I'm still friends with. And I believe it's because we came from sort of similar backgrounds. And in the beginning, she code switched too. She was fairly new to the school, but it was her group of friends and she brought me into her group. It just so happened that some of the kids in that group I was already acquainted with because I had seen them in other classes of mine. But I am only friends with one of them. And most of them that were a part of that group, I don't believe I would have wanted to be friends with them right now. 
I'm friends with a couple of them on Facebook and I see the things that they post about and their lifestyle and I realize like why I never felt like I related to them because they were totally different. I had no business pretending to be friends with them. In truth, I feel like that was a wasted time of my life. But it was valuable because now I have material for this podcast episode. Okay? And I have material to pass on to other people. But, yeah. I had no business being friends with those people. I just code switched to fit in. And now, look. Ain't none of them bitches here. Where them bitches at? They was definitely not with me shooting in the gym. I've code switched to get just about every job that I have ever had, except the ones where I was working with a predominantly black staff. My most recent job, I code switched like a motherfucker. This job was in the heart of West Palm Beach. Everybody code switched here. And the black people who didn't realize that code switching came with the job didn't last long. I code switched to get the job. I code switched to keep the job. But after a while... I stopped code switching because I began to hate the job and figured maybe I should give being myself a shot if I'm going to be miserable anyway. That probably wasn't the best decision. And eventually, I was fired. It was working here that got me thinking about what benefits do code switching really gain us. If my work ethic and the way I did my job never changed and I only stopped code switching with my coworkers. What was the problem? I don't remember what it was that triggered me to stop code switching. But when I did, they weren't pleased. I had begun my natural hair journey. I was proud of my hair, but they didn't get this. They just noticed that I looked different and maybe I didn't fit their image of an employee anymore. For example, my supervisor would remind me every week, at least once or twice a week, How much she loved my hair before when it was long and pretty. She forgot to mention fake. Not that there's anything wrong with fake hair, but that was the whole purpose of me wearing my own hair. For my own hair to be pretty. This, amongst other things, started to annoy me, and I started to only communicate with my coworkers when it was absolutely necessary. And I did so using AAVE. I no longer desired to be relatable to anyone who couldn't understand what the fuck I was saying. See, I had come to the realization that I had lied to myself. All of that familiarity that I bred and developed with my coworkers and supervisors was fake. If I had been using AAVE the entire time, I would not have lasted as long as I did, nor would I have gotten as close. Because once I started to show too much ethnicity is when things started to go downhill. When I stopped code switching is when things started to go downhill. When it comes to my childhood, I lied to myself about fitting in with those white kids. I was aware that I played the role of the obligatory black friend, but I failed to question myself on why I never felt comfortable sharing my personal life with them. This isn't to say that you can't have white friends or white friends can't be relatable to you, but those people weren't my friends. I was so busy trying to change myself and shape myself so that they would be able to relate to me. I forgot 
to make sure that I was able to relate to them and that they were a friend to me as well. I was just happy to fit in or to feel like I fit in, but I really didn't. And this is what code switching does to us. Code switching gives you the false feeling of feeling like you fit in or feeling like you're a part of something that you really aren't. Because if you did fit in there, you wouldn't have had to change anything about yourself. Not your hair, not your clothes, not the way you talk. None of that. It creates this false feeling that you fit in with something. And it encourages us to literally break and kill and destroy ourselves to honor someone else's culture or someone else's ethnicity or way of life. But what about yours and what you come from? A-A-V-E or Ebonics, whatever you want to call it, is the language of our people. We literally feel this shit in our bones. This is why you can go talk to another black person who you have never met before. And you guys can understand each other perfectly. This is our language. Because our real language was stolen from us. I no longer desire to fit in and sit at anyone's table who won't value me for who I am and how I speak. Because we do it to add emphasis. We do it to add emotion and feeling in our words. Code switching was a talent. Code switching no longer serves us. Stay true to you and culture yourself. The 2018 film Sorry to Bother You does a very great job of covering what code switching is and how its effects can play out in real life. In the 2018 film, Sorry to Bother You, Cassius Green is unemployed, broke, and damn near homeless when he gets a job at a big marketing company. He's struggling to make sales, and his co-worker tells him to use his white voice to make sales. Cassius Green tries this and is shocked when it actually works. He starts climbing the ladder at his job and making a name for himself. But... Cassius Green in the movie Sorry to Bother You is a perfect example of what could go wrong if we code switch. After code switching for so long, he really forgets how to communicate with his people. He code switches by mistake with his girlfriend and he code switches with his friends and people begin to start feeling like they don't really know him and they don't know what he represents. She, his girlfriend was a black activist, a young black activist, and she really didn't like what Cassius was turning into. In truth, she ended up messing around with his friend. They never say this outright in the movie, but you're led to believe it because his friend was an activist. He was revolutionary. And even though he wasn't black, he stood for something. And that's what his girlfriend liked. And I believe that's one of the things the movie is trying to teach us. Standing for something. Because if you don't, you'll fall for anything. Stand for your knowledge. Stand for the way you speak. Stand for those who came before you. Or else you'll fall for anything. And then you'll become a victim. Because Cassius Green didn't appear to stand for anything, it was easy for them to take him and try to turn him into something that they wanted him to be. Thankfully, 
Cassius caught on to that and eventually left that job and that company. But that just goes to show you how you have to stand for something or else you'll fall for anything. So because I didn't make a stand initially against discrimination, I fell for basically anything. I fell for basically anything at school and I fell for anything at my job. What I do want to stand against now is discrimination. Discrimination against people for how they speak. Because whether I'm speaking like I'm from the hood or if I'm speaking like I come from Wellington, both times you heard what the fuck I said. And don't make me repeat myself. I speak very clearly. And I know tons of other people who come from where I come from who speak in AAVE but are also very intelligent and capable of getting their message across, whether they're using AAVE or Standard American English. Either way, you're going to understand what they're saying to you. Let's let's destroy this idea that unless you're talking like you're from the United States, then your opinion is not valid. I feel we should use the language we feel most comfortable using. I feel as long as the people you're speaking to can understand what you're saying, then it's fine. I feel that this focus on dialect is a purely American thing and it's just another way to put us in different classes. It's just a classification system. Let's stop code switching. Let's stop code switching for jobs. Let's stop code switching for school. Let's stop code switching for everything. And just give people the real. Let's just give people what we are truly made of. And if they don't respect it, then maybe we weren't welcome there to begin with. Let's stop trying to force things to happen or force things to work. If people don't accept you, then they just don't accept you and it was bound to fail anyway. I can attest to that, remember? I had friends who I am no longer friends with. I had jobs that I can no longer use as a reference. That's not to say that those people didn't really like me or they never got a chance to see the real me. It's just I code switched so much to fit in with them, I forgot what that really was. And I know I'm not the only one who has tried to fit in because that's basically what code switching is trying to fit in so if you haven't code switched think about when you try to fit in and apply these same thoughts to that if you have to fake it or force it maybe you should just leave it alone because it's not getting us anywhere thank you for listening to the millennial minute